ンタダンダダンダンダダンダダンダンダダンダダンダンダダンダダンダンダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダンダダン8.15 in bed. Because I chose correctly. He chose wisely. No, she, he po- chose poorly. You've chosen wisely. You have chosen what chose wisely. After many poor decisions, I never chose wisely. And I got to the point where I could sit in bed like the oh, those rich assholes. Mom and dad bought brand new cars in the 90s. They didn't go to college. Tell me that Republicans are evil and need to be shot and buried. Only for them to have kids and they'll send their kids to the public school where diversity reigns supreme. And you're like, oh, oh, you you started paying taxes now? Oh, so I was, oh, and you were ill-prepared because mom and dad put life on easy mode for you? Oh, you have a lot of debt because mom and dad cut you off because they themselves are the debt-ridden bubble people who couldn't keep it up? Oh. Dad's entire business empire was founded on debt. Oh, and now you lack the hardening and the galvanization process I went through to support yourself and are now looking for any kind going paycheck to paycheck and maybe you could take out more equity of your home. Oh, sincere fuck you to all you assholes who are not equal, who could not work and support yourself and to this day still can't rely on home equity and like, oh, man. I guess it's that year, that time of year now, where you're like you're all desperate to get your tax returns because you manage your money poorly. Well, I chose correctly later on in life. Where is that here? There it is. Put that over there. And um, now I can I can have coffee in bed, and I get to do what I want today. Today is cheat day. I have not uh, had a drink, but the GF went on a no drinking thing along with a bunch of other people we know. And then what was it? Carnivore. Yeah, carnivore. And so it's a whole month. And now we're going to eat like fucking pigs because we chose wisely. And a lot of donuts and a lot of. It's the problem with Vegas is everything goes in and out of business so quickly because this is where people's dreams come to die. This is where all you people who watched all those cooking shows. Remember the cooking shows? Hey, look, there's this fat, degenerate, trailer trash, piece of shit. Never escaped uh, uh, lower middle income. They went to culinary school. Yes, chef. And this schmuck's going to have his 15 minutes of fame cooking a souffle faster than the other people did. And here's some pretentious assholes. That go, oh, hey, you won the prize. Here's your 2000 bucks. And that was the peak of that person's life. Well, then they come out to figures. I always run a restaurant. There's like special bus kids. And then there's people who want to run, run a restaurant. They go to culinary school. <clears throat> and they come here and their restaurants die in about a year or two. And that's the first thing you're like, wow, there's so many restaurants. Got to try them all. No, it's not a Pokemon game. You don't that that restaurant is going to be gone next week. And so it, it takes years to find out what's established, what's got good food. By the way, shock, sit down, everyone. People who mail it in so fucking stupid that they go to culinary school. Like that's their che- that's the peak. I'll encourage you to go to STEM at a real school or online. I'll encourage you to become an accountant. I will salute you if you're a tradesman, a lineman, the military, culinary school. That's like the really, really, really short bus because it's not only low IQ, but you're also lazy motherfuckers on top of it. Like how desperate, how sad are you? I'm going to go to culinary school. Like, wow, you really, you really didn't, um, <clears throat> you really didn't make it right. Your parents weren't around, were they? Okay. Let me guess, you're a single parent. All right, well, like the last refuge of scoundrels and criminals is culinary school. And then, uh, so we're going to go, you got to find them. And so you go to these restaurants, you're like, oh, this is a restaurant. This is a nice cupcake place. This is a nice, and then, and then you try, like, this isn't, like, if you're going to cheat on cheat day, you, for those of you who get older, you young kids with your metabolism running sky high, it doesn't matter to you. 
you know, you want it to be really good. And then one of the worst things is you go out on cheat day, right? You're like, oh, I'm going <clears> to <throat> I'm gonna get this donut. Oh, look at this donut. Look at this pastry place ran by a culinary major. I can't wait. Hang up. This, this fucking thing is pissing me off over there. So Bipsy gets her divorce settlement or whatever, wherever the some banker funds this. I'm going to start a biscuit shop. And you're like, whoa, look, a, a new place is open up. And you go in, it's always mid. If you can't beat the grocery store, which the grocery store's got some pretty good pastry game. I'll grant you that. In uh, in the Twin Cities, it was Cub Foods. If you got there at the right time in the morning to get one of their freshly baked donuts, it was good. Albertsons, that's the, the grocery store out here. You get there at the right, they got some pretty good cupcakes. And then you go to someone who Lord knows what their monthly rent is, $5,000 a month, and they make everything from scratch. And you stay like, how do, what? It's don't even beat Albertsons. And you're like, crap, I got this, whatever, a beignet, some kind of fancy French thing. And well, I paid eight bucks for this overly priced thing. I was really looking for. Yeah. So if, let me let me tell you the secret to cheat. Let me let me explain it to you. You too will face this. All right, you got to make it count. You got to make it. You can't. You can't. I'm being more serious than I'm joking here, because taste is one. It's one of your senses. You know, it, it really. I can understand the the pressure or the the inclination to get fat because you really want to reward your sense of how you enjoy life. So you want to make a count, but not sacrifice your health at the same time. And so as you get older, it's one of these rare and rare precious treats. So you can't, you can't eat bad, bad, bad food. You need to have good, bad food. It's got, it's got to taste a million bucks. So you're like, I didn't waste it. And so it takes a while. You go out, you find it. And then um, usually you'll find an established long-term bakery. And then usually you don't want your – so you got the bakery. An established bakery that's got a reputation. Go and try a couple things. Get one thing, split it between you and your significant other. Not your spouse because we're putting we're putting marriage in a grave. We're gonna bury that shit. <clears throat> and, uh, and then if you find out you don't like it, throw it the fuck away. Throw it away. Go find something else. All right. Because your first goal right off the bat is at least to establish when you in your area, like where is the best tasting food that's bad for you? <clears throat> and so you try, you explore, you explore, you try. And then you're like, oh my God. And, and don't don't think it ain't gonna be at the grocery store. Grocery store's got some pretty good game. And you know, like, oh, yeah, that's the stuff, man. And then I also recommend you find an ice cream place as long as it's not Cold Stone Creamery. The most basic bitch. I'm a fucking mindless robot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you tell we're just such basic bitch Americas? Oh, my goodness. People tell me, like, this is when I guess they were starting out. My goodness, have you been to Cold Stone Creamery? Have you breathed air? Like, they're all over the floor. What are you talking about? Yeah, I went there once, and McDonald's ice cream is better than that. Like, your most basic, boring, bland ice cream. Oh, they fold it up, and they put things in it. I'm gonna. It's the the business degree of of uh, ice cream. So then you got you got to go find a good ice cream place. Now, in my day, it was um, Sebastian Joe's. Now those aren't national chain; that's it's a local. And then they woke, went woke, and you had to go in. They, they did, and, and to this day, they probably still do have the best ice cream I've ever had. But when I went in in the nineties, you say I'd like some Pavarotti ice cream, please, or I'd like your cinnamon ice cream. I knew what my favorite ice creams were, and you get them, and they were oh, you weren't wasting your money there. And then I had trouble ordering because they had black cocks in their mouths all the time because they were sucking BLM dick because they, they were pretty close to the riots. Like, no, putting the sheep's blood on the front door. We're, we're totally down with you. You don't like move away from the place with the burning the shit down. 
And so I stopped going there. But I'm what I'm saying is you got to find something like that. You got to find the local thing that isn't cups of just a bunch of exactly looking the same people all lined up go to cold stone creamery so you don't want to find that you got to find a really good ice cream store now you may not have it in town in which case all right i guess ice cream's off the menu but then the other thing i'm not joking uh they have decades of experience of making food incredibly addictive and tasty. The fast food joints, Taco Bell, you may, you may, oh, Taco Bell. Okay, fine. If you're in the American Southwest, you got some uh, superior alternatives like Filberto's, that's more Albuquerque, Roberto's, that's more Vegas, Alvaro's in St. George, Utah, which is the best Mexican in the history of the world. <clears throat> fine, you go to those places. But if, there's not that many culinary options. Yeah, man. There's nothing wrong with good Taco Bell and nothing wrong with it. You're a little hankering for a Big Mac or a Sonic. But yeah, there you go. You're not going to be let down. Uh, but out here, it, it, it takes a little bit more because everyone and their mother wants to start a restaurant out here. So the best we've found, I think probably the peak dessert out here. And I'm not even joking. This is a chain. This is a chain restaurant. They're not all over the place, but it's a chain restaurant. It's called BJ's Brew House. And if you want a cheat day treat, one that is, we're we're talking 4.5 stars, man. You got to go get their pizuki. A big, just a big old cookie, right? <clears throat> you could change. It could be regular chocolate chip cookie, or I think it could be the, the dark chocolate um, with white chocolate chips. Whatever. So you get a, a, a cookie of some kind and it's warm and it's moist and it's gooey. And then you put two big scoops of ice cream on it, some caramel glaze on top and some chocolate chips. Perfect. Perfect. And then there's a couple other places that I know where I, I'm in a risotto kick. Uh, I didn't think risotto could be made so well whole man did i find some spot i'm not telling you my spots <clears throat> i don't want you people going where i'm going i don't want it's not that i don't want to see you it's that you're going to get in my way all of a sudden these these places are already kind of booked up a little bit i don't want people knowing about them anyway they don't need my marketing help i want to get my risotto i don't want to sit there in front of becky i gonna trisha we're in vegas Salvi. no i want the normies at my place I'm not going to tell you where to get great risotto. But then if you have, you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know such a simple dish could be done well. <clears throat> so that's it. Pizookis and risotto. It, it, I know it sounds, but that's the best I've been able to find. Seven, eight years of scoping around Vegas. This is the best, uh, best uh, what's it called, uh, cheat day stuff I've found. There's a, there's a French donut shop that's way on the west side of town. And that's obviously not worth the time to go get there. Um, this sushi's pretty good, I, you know. Man. But yeah, Roberto's Tacos out here too. Yeah, if you come to Vegas, look, this is fuck the strip. Go to Roberto's Tacos if you don't have one in your local place. All right, then go get a pizuki. Go do a ton of hiking. Look at the Hoover Dam if you haven't seen it. Go gamble at one casino, lose your money for a little bit, and then you're done. You're done. Then then go golf or go go to the petroglyph hike. Go go do anything else. Honestly, go get some whores over in Pahrump. Not joke. This would be better use of your time. So we got that. Um, what the hell? I got my notes on my phone. Uh oh, let's do the, the namesake of the show so I don't forget, which has happened in the past. So the paradox or the problem uh that we face is or at least I face is I want to the way I make my money at the at the end of the day the way I've I've made the name for myself is I don't let politics or emotion or ideology or anything else influence my opinions I go and I look at data and then I form my opinions this is good because when you look at data Instead of having emotional investments like dot coms always go up, housing always go up. Any degree is a good degree. Like the fucking inferior moronic fucking sheep I have to deal with all the time, who then call me a Nazi. Why to say houses don't always go up? Yeah, you okay, Hitler? Connect that for me. 
what, what connect that for me? How am I pro national socialism? Because I think housing prices can't go. You tell me. Why should I get fired when I say dot coms aren't going to go up forever and need profits? Anyway, <clears throat> and uh, as you guys all know, largest single uh, expenditure of your resources you're going to expend in your life, for men anyway, is going to be your pursuit of women, both in terms of time, money, psychology, and emotion, if you want to categorize those four things. <clears throat> and so now that the internet's come along, there's been this uh, big boom in TikTok girls who lament and complain about their dating lives. And there's a, a cottage industry now that has arisen from it where a bunch of guys take excerpts from these TikTok girls complaining about their dating lives and just lampoon them because the, what these women are saying is, is utterly ridiculous. Uh, they're arrogant. They're cocky. Uh, they're delusional. They're so far untethered from the real world. And when these guys send out these clips and show the ludicrous behavior of these girls on TikTok, that then informs men's opinion, not wholly, but more than maybe it ought to, <clears throat> about what women are like. And consequently, and maybe for better than worse, men look at this to say, this is modern women. These are modern women. Fuck this shit. I'm out of here. And so a lot of guys retreat. And again, I say not necessarily bad <clears throat> because it may be the best thing and best financial move, economic move for you there. But for a while now, and you guys know my concerns and reservations about it, I'm looking at these TikTok girls and I obviously doubt the veracity. Of them, not necessarily what they're saying, but of them, they're all good looking. Uh, it's all overly dramatic. It is the most ridiculous, dumb shit at times. Sometimes they say, like, for you know, like, find your inner goddess, what or manifest. We did a whole video on manifesting, and it's a cope for ugly women or not ugly women for loser women. Um, a lot of times, if you haven't found the TikTok, because I don't go on TikTok, but there's always a link to their Instagram, or not Instagram, well, maybe Instagram too. Uh, there's always a financial component. It makes a lot of sense. Here's a pretty girl. Oh, my goodness. I just can't find a man. <laughs> Some of them might be a little bit more sincere, like the blonde idiot that was calling, uh, crying because she, had a, she couldn't handle a 40-hour work week. And, you know, no two people are the same, but when presented with this volume of videos and no counter videos like the nerdy quiet STEM girl, like, hey, guys, I, I developed a new chemical that will help, I don't know, an additive to gas. <clears throat> you don't see that. You just see the drama and the bullshit and uh, the professional wrestling, I claim. And you're just like, huh, how much of that is actually real? Like, how much is it? And we, we don't know where the the truth the needle of truth lies and and what percent is real and the, but the best we came up with is it's mostly for attention whoring it's mostly for money these girls are probably making lots of money doing it but there is more than a seed of truth to this i do believe these girls actually do have these complaints i do believe that it reflects some not all some of the common complaints and criticism women have of men. <clears throat> As I said before, even if it, let's say we over uh, overstated the costs and damages drinking does to you, right? Follow me in on this analogy. Let's say there is just a bunch of channels like, oh my God, drinking alcohol will kill you. It's bad. It's horrible. Da, 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 da. In reality, it's like, well, that's if you're an alcoholic, but if you can control your drinking and you're not an alcoholic, you know, don't drive drunk and yeah, okay, it's, it's not going to kill you. But if you took, if that's all that was being put out there and it prevented some people from drinking, on the whole, do you need drinking? No. Is it normal consumption is it unhealthy for you yeah but not <clears throat> not end all be all 
And so if they're scaring men away from relationships and dating in the United States or the West in general, which generally is not a, not a pod, I'm not saying it's life destroying. It can be all right. You're kind of through propaganda or through an ulterior motive to be overly dramatic and monetize this and get attention and clicks and whatever else, or maybe even get guys. Oh my God, I'm a dad there. You know, they're damseling. As I said before, they're damseling. <clears throat> to find a guy they're scaring a lot of guys well okay we scared away guys from smoking cigarettes well is that really the worst thing i mean maybe it's an overreaction maybe the risks of smoking cigarettes weren't that bad but yeah it's, it's probably better men aren't smoking so i don't i'm like okay this is generally a good thing but at the same time i don't again i don't want the pendulum to come swinging back so far we become a genuinely misogynist country and we're going to get those girls in revenge and all that other stuff i want to know where the truth is so i could give you because if you can find a good quality girl that can add to your life oh god no don't marry her <laughs> my goodness man are you insane marry the girl <laughs> oh the foolish dad no, no, there'd be none of that. No, you don't want, you know, you go, go get committed. Uh, love each other. Sure. Don't, don't fucking get married. Uh, and I want, I don't want you guys passing up on that. So I don't want an overly negative. Fake propaganda, money making the bachelor, fake reality TV show, dramatic bullshit from these girls. Having your opinion pushed too negatively. But then something dawned on me. And I'm, I also am fascinated. I am. Fa Do you girls even like guys on average? I know there's a bunch of different girls and some girls like it. Some girls hate. But I got to know. Because you look at the behavior. This is why I talk to use your own eyes. It's in the book, blah, blah, blah. If I had to put it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Most of you girls don't like guys. You really don't. And it's morbidly fascinating. Wow, what if one sex just really doesn't like the other? <clears throat> what if they're really annoying and they really it I I think it's fascinating. What the the one sex they don't like is, I don't know, responsible for all the production in the nation. I don't know. You'll figure it. You girls got this. You can go and refine gas. Yeah, you got this. Yeah, yeah. Your journalism degree. That'll refine gas. Sure. It's just patriarchy. You know, those. Oil refining plants, those are easy, man. You know, it's, it's, you know what? The patriarchy just puts that all up there to intimidate girls so they're afraid. What do you mean explosion? Um, <clears throat> so generally, I would say there's 50-50, eh, maybe 40% true, 60% theater. But then there's some that made me realize this may not be bullshit or theater as much as I think it is. Like this might move it to more 60, 40. If you look at the gals that are doing this, they're not really your 18 year old teeny boppers. These are gals that are epiphany phase, even later. We're talking late twenties, early thirties. And it, I forgot about what kind of background these kids have. Because let me explain to you one of the, the many, but probably the main reason I'm I'm looking to diversify, go overseas and have a, of a plan B. I looked at the younger generations. I'm like, these people aren't capable. They're not trained correctly. They're lied to. They could barely support themselves. They are not going to be able to be a responsible enough generation to keep our standards of living stable. Forget going up, stable. I didn't buy solar panels because I wanted to save money on electricity or cared about the environment. I want. I did that because like, no, I want it. So when there's not enough electricians to go around and the grid goes down or we got rolling brownouts, I'm fine. I'm fine. It is the, what's the word? The ineptitude, the incompetence, the lack of training, uh, the inability of younger generations to keep a civilization functioning. That is why I'm like at least going to like, yeah, I better have a plan B overseas. <clears throat> I better have something over there. Um, shoot, what was this? What was I, what was I going to connect that to? I'm fearing that the younger generations. Oh, 
<clears throat> and this isn't this isn't necessarily the younger generation's fault. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you, kids. You know, kids forty and under, millennials and younger. You were totally lied to. You believe the bullshit, though, despite being so independent-minded and intelligent. Why we all vote Democrat now? Hey, why are there immigrants in our schools back here? What's going on? <clears throat> We're so smart. I have a master's degree. So I, I understand that you were brainwashed, hoodwinked, especially as little kids. You weren't, your fathers didn't train you how to fix a car. You girls have absolutely no practical skills whatsoever. I know there's a handful of gals with engineering. And I actually do know a couple of gal mechanic type of tradeswomen. <clears throat> You're the distinct minority. And after that data, I looked at what percentage of the overall population is in trades and all. Oh, we're, it's like, no, it's not going to happen. But, oh, God dang it, I lost the thought. It's, it's, oh, that's what it was. <clears throat> Your generations, and to a lesser extent mine, we're fed so much bullshit up your assholes. You actually believe this dumb shit. And over enough time of having uh, dirt blown up your chute, you're actually committed and kind of believe like, this is a solidified expectation. You have this entitlement. I don't mean that necessarily in a financial, I'm entitled to food, clothing, and shelter, but you have. You're entitled to these expectations of how the real world should work, not how it is. And it dawned on me that a lot of these gals hit in the epiphany phase. Oh, my God. Men don't want to date single mothers. Da, da, da. Sure, that makes for some great clickbait. But given their upbringing and background about how things should be but not are, <clears throat> no responsibility with decisions and costs. I'm like, wait a minute. This is the... The zillennial, millennial participation trophy generation all grown up. I, which then moves the needle like this ain't acting or a lot less of it is acting. This is actually sincere. I think these girls actually do believe this more than I previously did before. Because if you're brought up on a steady diet of like, you're amazing and here's your participation trophy and you go girl and boys suck and you can kick their ass, but you can, you can come this close to hating them and treat them like utter contempt and shit. But that, but magically at 28, 29, you're going to find your Prince charming and he's going to be perfect. And then, but he's not going to care that you have kids. You look at him like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is, this, this is probably not, too much acting some sure fine but once i thought about it yeah this is the generation of women that were brought up on a steady diet of bullshit they actually probably believe this bullshit which makes it even more dark and macabre and then uh well not pessimistic it is what it is well also my needle just jumped up like wow this is this is less theater and less bullshit and more authentic than i previously thought before and, of course, there's no way to measure. We're not going to be able to say that one's 100% authentic and this one is in. Those are fake tears and those are real ones. Of course, it, it'll all depend. Like, um, I think her uh, the Belle Daphne gal, I think that was – she really didn't talk much about dating. It was just uh, – she was a tic, uh, no, uh, an OnlyFans girl. I think she made her money and ran. She was very – very practical, very street smart about it. I don't think she she uh, believed it. But more modernly, all these girls crying about their dating lives on the internet, I think the majority of it is authentic, with certain a significant percent being bullshit and drama and antics and money grubbing. Probably both. But I think they actually do believe it. And then we consider that most of them are good looking. Okay, the angle, yes, most of these girls are good looking. They're making money. I, I could totally see that. They're capitalizing on their looks. That's not that's not unheard of. But then if you're a good looking gal from the 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 participation trophy generation, the entitlement generation, and you've been and all of a sudden you're 29, 30, and you're not getting the men, I can see this 100 I like Hardcore, serious, authentic, alpha widowing going on. I can totally see that. Which just made it a little bit. If, if I had an opinion, I try not to have opinions. I try not to have emotions. It just made it a little more depressing. Like, oh shit, this is real. <laughs> 
this is more real than I thought. I thought, hey, this is bullshit. There's some nice girls out there like, oh, wow, that's right. This is likely really not. Okay. I got to choose my words carefully. It's more authentic than you think. There is a lot more. for Okay. Professional wrestling is fake. That's 100% fake. It's way more authentic than professional wrestling. I would say it's way more real than news right now because all news is fake news, even though there's a seed of truth. I would put it on par with the veracity of college. Like half your classes are legit. The other half are bullshit. Maybe even a little. I, I, this is not. I'm trying to think of enough, a legitimate news source. <clears throat> you can't. You can't. Think, it's all bullshit. It's all asshole. It's all fake news. But this isn't outright propaganda, I guess, is what I'm saying. I think there is a more than a bit of sincerity when these girls go up there and they expect you to pay for a dinner date. They expect you, they expect all these things. What are their complaints? Are we like, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Ah, she's doing that for clicks. And like, eh. And I always see, okay, cross-reference it with your real-world experiences. And I'm like, oh, God, Jesus, it's almost 100% true. <laughs> I always, and I, that's one thing I always forget. Like, don't, you don't want to get so buried in the numbers and using logic. They're like, oh, how accurate, how truthful can that, is that reasonable? Does that stand up there? I don't know about the authenticity. And then it's like, run it past your personal experience. Like, oh, shit, you're right. And so we'll never have the answer to this, like where truthfully is the truth and where do the girls of TikTok's hearts lie? We won't know, but it's kind of like, yeah, it's looking a little bit more real than not to me. Always a bit of fanfare, always a bit of theatrics, of course. And and a lot of times an ulterior motive. But I, I thought about that. I'm like, yeah, what would you expect? A generation brought up on Democrat, socialist, uh, your great and amazing tradist uh, entitlement bullshit. Well, that would be, what's her name? The gal from Gone with the Wind, Scarlet. I don't know the movie. I've never seen it, but I think she was like the spoiled woman that lived delusionally in the post-Civil War era and thought that that she was some kind of Southern debutante still. And Clark Gable had enough of her shit and said, frankly, dear, I don't give a damn. And he left. Isn't that the movie? I've never seen it. It's a long movie, I think, too. It's all dramatic, like one of the most popular movies ever. And I, it, well, yeah, okay, for that time. I don't want to watch a soap opera in the post-Civil War South. It just doesn't appeal to me. Yancey Derringer. Now, there's an old school show in the post-Civil War South. Go watch that. That's a cool show. That's a really neat show. And I've, I've only watched like three episodes and I'm, I'm waiting for the GF to catch up so I can watch the rest. But it's it's a good show. That That's a fun one. Unfortunately, it got canceled uh, only one year in. But that, that was a fun looking show. Uh, so there is. All right, let's go to the Super Chats. And I'm going to got a couple news articles. Look at this. It's it's in the morning. We got 14 Super Chats. That's awesome. Chase Robito, five bucks. The tax return and financials tell a compelling story. Yes, it does. That's how we did underwriting. And then all the dude bro, frat boy, washed up business bros would come in. Oh, you don't understand. Uh, that's the tax returns I, I, I file, so I don't have to pay taxes. All right, then show me your audited CPA, audited real financial statements then. We don't have them. Okay, well, we'll be going with your tax returns then, you dumb motherfucker. Not a single one of those guys I know ever came back from, not a single one. Not a single one. Hat clogs, two bucks. Cappy, new video game. Pal World, give it a try. Pal World. I don't have my pen. Pal World. All right. The phone. Hang on. Give me a second. This is what happens. You don't bring a pen. Calls a crack at two bucks. If you like Battletech, try Mech Warrior 5. All right. SJ, uh, two Canadian. Will you get Modern Life John back for his Rule Zero MGTOW meme of you? Uh, God, from how long ago was that? I, I, gave, I get him back. 
he's the special needs stepbrother who was adopted that nobody wanted. I get him back. Stan the Milkman, five Australian. I've not slept for two days to get this process design criteria done. I'm fucked, but that's why they pay me lots of money. Good night. Good night, Stan. <clears throat> Max Max, 55 Turkish lira. 55 Turkish lira at 15 cents. No, 50 cents. 50 cents. I was offended. Also said women at workforces welfare out of personal experience worked with women doing real worked with women doing real jobs. Also said women at workforces welfare out personally with doing real jobs. Well, no, I've I've seen both. I'm, I've never said that all women working jobs is like a welfare jobs fraud. Never said that because it's not true. There are women who work real jobs. Shit, the banking right there. You want to talk about a welfare jobs program? That was all men. The entire financial crisis that was okay. I'm sure there's some women involved too, but mo- like we're talking 95% men. They, that's that's a welfare jobs program that cost us mightily. Uh, and yeah, there's there's women out there who work bullshit jobs, but go look, go get a world without men. I break it down between bullshit, marginally productive, real, <clears throat> and critical jobs. I think it's either 60 or 70% of the bullshit jobs are held by women. Whereas also then correspondingly 40 or 30% of the bullshit jobs are held by men. So uh, both parties are guilty of this different amounts. And then you go and you look at the critical jobs. There's women who work critical jobs. We need them. Uh, Ethan Burton, five bucks electrician here. Restaurant owners are spending crazy money to install ugly lighting fixtures and other fluff charge 23 for a sandwich to cover costs. <laughs> Make good food. It's good food, consistent hours, open, closed, big open, closed light on the front windows. We can all see if you're open. Don't put the the sign up that says due to staffing shortages, we're closed today and not update your, your Google information. Burbshide, five Australian self-care, buy Louis Vuitton handbags and get run through is the next best thing after manifesting. Yep. Uh, is it self-care? Is that what they call self-care? All right. Uh, Ross the skunk, 10 bucks for a rooster booster. Also as a potential for my kids, how old does someone have to be get the QuickBooks certification? Honestly, here's the thing, Ross. Has anyone ever asked your age? Like they they don't need to know how old your kid is. There's nothing wrong with your kids. Look, does anyone ask a kid how old are you before they shovel the driveway or babysit? I what's going to hurt them to learn QuickBooks? So what if they're 16? You know, you could say I'm the dad. I supervise these kids and make sure they do their job. Uh, if if the issue of age comes up, but who's going to know that on the internet? See, isn't it amazing what we could achieve if people just do their fucking job? Let's say you kids did the fucking job, right? They're both wunderkinds at 14 and 16. They get certified at QuickBooks. They start taking on clients and they do the job and they do it right. What does it matter if they're 14 or 16? They did the job right. But if you don't do the job right, whether you're a teenager or a 56 year old man you're still doing the job wrong i i don't care i don't care who shovels my driveway if they're 18 or 80 do it and the same thing i guess would go for any like the mechanic look if i could get a 14 year old kid to actually fix my car here's your money kid hell i'd probably give him a little bit more money just for being a hard-working young person that's in there stuck to a phone. Um, but there there might be tax implications because I don't think kids can make more than a certain amount before they're taxed. But you you as a as the dad should, you know, I don't even know if they could set up an LLC, but you should probably set up some kind of thing. You're the accountant, but they do the work and you audit it, kind of thing, just to have that extra barrier. That face of responsibility. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Women in non-Western countries are raised properly. Yeah, because there's poverty and limits. They have to know the word no. No, we don't, we don't get that. No, you don't get your handbag. 
Dr. Paradox, two bucks. Heads or tails, who gets the pilot's license just in case? Who gets the pilot's license? I don't know what you're talking about, Doc. Nonstop trade, two bucks. But Cappy, they say happiness is a birthright. Yeah, well, good luck with that. They could say a lot. Of, they say that their prince will come and you should never settle. That's fine. Have fun with it, ladies. They say you should be entitled to a job. They say that once you go to college, you'll make good money. They say is the key to getting an education is the key to getting out of poverty. They say a lot of things. They say a lot of things. And I don't care if people are happy or not. That's not my responsibility. None of other people are my responsibility, period. Nobody is anybody else's responsibility, period. You know, I, I get a kick and I'm like, well, what about all those homeless people? Not my responsibility. Has, 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 it, has it dawned on you? Has it dawned on you that the solution is to let them suffer? That, that there is no obligation we have to, well, these people majored in dumb shit. So they did. This woman ate too much and had a heart attack and doesn't have health insurance. Hmm, I guess she's poor. And were people's poor, was it people's lack of planning or people's poor decision does not uh, result in an emergency on my part? Here, flip it. When is anyone giving a shit about you? You do everything right. You work hard. Hey, I want an ice cream. You know, can you pay for it? Why? Well, it's the same thing with the homeless sack of shit, but just they're homeless. So now you're like, oh, my God, we got to do something. What about, hey, here's your your middle income white guy bachelor with no expenses. Won't someone please think of the upper middle income bachelors with no children, no expense. Have you thought about buying him an ice cream? No, you haven't, you selfish bastard. Ice cream for ba- for bachelors. I think that'd be a good nonprofit. Thomas V, five bucks. Nothing funnier than when reality smacks straight in emotionalism. It oh, it's great. It's great. People get their houses burnt down by the Democrats they voted for. Oh, I love that. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Art imitates life and reality stranger than fiction. Is stranger than fiction. Dre, for two bucks again, a remake of Pretty Woman with Lizzo coming soon. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. I Not my money. Unisonic, 72, new guy, 10 bucks. I was going to give a girl on kick $100 to help her out. Then I was thinking she don't want person-to-person conversation with me and stop myself from being a fool. Good for you, Unisonic. And now that hundred bucks can go to early retirement. That's, let me let me boil down some basic economics for all of you. You have a choice, man. This is your choice. Ultimately, we boil down the choices. This is your choice. You can chase women or have early retirement. All right, and it's not either or. It's a scale. So you could chase women forty percent and put your money sixty percent towards early retirement. So. Very linearly simple mathematics, which wouldn't be that case. You will retire 60% earlier. If you chase women 90% of the time and then take 10% and toss it towards early retirement, you get a little bit, maybe you retire at 63 instead of 65. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you can choose and there's nothing wrong with this, by the way. There's nothing wrong with choosing women and love and family if that's what you want in life. But it comes at the expense of your freedom. And freedom, I measure, like, how early can you retire? Whereas if you don't chase girls and you throw your money towards yourself and you don't piss it away in stupid materialist bullshit, at the end, the only end result is you save up all this money, you invest it wisely, all of a sudden you're looking at retirement at 40 and you're free. I would also go so far as to say... You can intelligently chase women, not lessen your percent chances of finding a good quality gal, and which would take 5%, 10%, and then throw the lion's share of your money into retirement. And so think about that unisonic. What I'd recommend you do, I don't know how old you are, but take how old you are and find out what $100 growing at 9% annually exponential math would be by the time you're 65 and and realize in you saving that 90 but well, here i'll do the math for you let's do a exponential math calculator let's 
I'll just do it here for you. All right. Uh, exponential calculator. Can I just plug in? Here we go. User base. So you're going to get a one point. You're going to get a 10% rate of return. Let's say 25. You sound kind of stupid giving women money. 65. So that's 40 years. We calculate that. 45. Uh, so 45. I'll do the math. We're looking like 4,000 bucks, I think. Okay. Uh, 45 times $90. Yeah. So had now. You gave me 10 bucks, right? Instead of 100 bucks to the gal. So you got 90 bucks. Take that 90 bucks, you throw it in the S&P 500, average rate of return. Blah, 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 blah. By the time you're 65 retirement age, that will be 4,000 bucks. Do you see the tremendous opportunity cost pissing away your money and resources on women? And that 4,500 bucks, like, okay, you can't retire on that. But if you keep making wise decisions over time, and investing your money correctly and wisely, four thousand five hundred bucks that would feed you for more than a year. That feed so you don't have to worry about food. So think about here. Here's <clears throat> so important, guys. If you gave this woman a hundred dollars, what would you have gotten out of it? Nothing. Had you invested it and let it grow to the point of retirement, what would you have had? Food for probably two years. You could feed yourself for two years on that when you retire. Which do you want? Girls are expensive. Thomas V, two bucks. Your lack of planning is not my emergency. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. That's the one I said. Um, here, from the Harvard Crimson, I'm going to read it. Top Harvard diversity officer Sherry Charleston faces plagiarism allegations. Here we have another black woman. It's not against black women. It's just another diversity hire. This is someone who is not hired based on merit or ability. The entire department is an affirmative action hire welfare jobs program. That's that's all it is. Uh, and this is not to be confused with the former president of Harvard, Claudia Gay, I believe her name was, who I guess was found guilty. Don't call me. I don't know. Uh, had to step down at minimum due to plagiarism charges. And now here's your diversity chief at Harvard. I don't know why you have that. Your tuition is higher because of that. But okay, here you are. <clears throat> the top Harvard diversity officer, Sherry Charleston, faces plagiarism allegations. Faced 40 allegations of plagiarism in an anonymous complaint filed with the university on Monday. The complaint first reported by the Washington Free Beacon on Tuesday alleged 23 instances of plagiarism in Charleston's doctoral dissertation at the University of Michigan and 12 allegations against the 2014 article in the Journal of Negro Education, co-authored by her husband, LaVar J.J. Okay, let me, let me, okay, for my minority um, audience members, all right, what have I said about the veneer? The seemingly good opportunity, affirmative action, and diversity and all that offers you, right? And we use this in the in the, the case study or the, the context, the environment of working for the big four accounting. Not limited to that. I'm just saying we use it to say, okay, you go in, you're a black male. You're an accountant. You want to go work for the big four to get that on your resume. <clears throat> That's fine. Go in. University is going to give you money because you're minority. Take the money. Invest it in an employable degree. Don't major in African history. Don't major in, in touch my vagina women's studies. Don't major in journalism. Major in fucking accounting, right? We got, we got so far. All right. <clears throat> you want to go become a professional accountant. You go and work at one of the big four, and they got their affirmative action program. Like, oh my God, you're amazing. But you do not stay there. And why do you not stay there? This shit right here. Because it becomes a poli office politics shit show. An anonymous person sent in the complaint against this uh, Sherry Charleston. Who's the anonymous person? You know what I'm going to? It ain't some white dude. It's going to be some backstabbing 
uh, promoting, seeking promotions, seeking War of the Roses, the movie, not the actual war, inter-office bullshit politics. And I've already said that corporate politics is already bullshit enough. Corporate America was already not meritocratic enough. <clears throat> you throw in this, and it's a fucking nightmare. Now you think about this. Sherry Charleston, you want to fucking work under a department? You want to work for an organization that has someone like a diversity officer with all the fucking bullshit? I, I've said it before. The future is self-employment. You are a human being, regardless of trait, skin color, whatever else, should not be subjected to this corporate politics bullshit. Whether it's rank and file, we're going to promote our nephew instead of the best qualified candidate, or uh, Shanene got promoted over Becky, but then um, Juanita got promoted because she's handicapped. No. No. All of these institutions in America could go fuck themselves. It is not worth it. So, if you have to be a minority, go in, certainly. Get as many scholarships or whatever trade. Get the free training. Get that on your resume. Yeah, I did two years over or whatever. Ernst and Young. But you do not hang your hat there. You do not go and try and become the president and CEO. Because look what happens. Look at all this bullshit. The gal, the president lasted, what, three to six months before she got fired? This gal looks like it might be the same. Okay, fine. I'm not saying that. First, don't plagiarize. <clears throat> but do you want to work? Do you do you want to do this? Or you want to go fishing? Do you want to go through these diversity? They're good. You're going to have to go. Through, doesn't matter who you are. You're all going to diversity meetings. You're all going to be like, oh my god, because okay, you're a black guy. Oh, but you're not a woman. Okay, let's say you're a black female. Oh, but you're straight. Oh, you're a gay Hispanic female. Oh, you're not disabled. Fuck that. Fuck that. And as I said, Harvard, these institutions mean nothing now. Harvard is a joke. It is not an institution of education. It is a joke. The big four, yes, they do accounting. Yes, there actually is a little bit of production. They're not a university, so it's not adult daycare. But it's rapidly becoming a joke. And you're making people, you're making more money being an independent uh, accountant than that. Than working in a, oh, I want to make partner. Fuck that. Your life is too short to work for politicized organizations. And so use these organizations to your, like, yeah, you get a full ride. Okay, you're Hispanic. You get a full ride scholarship. Uh, through whatever the Latino American Association to go to Harvard and you you're gonna go major in engineering or something legitimate. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Go to Harvard, get the thing, put it on your resume. Don't fucking work at Harvard. <laughs> don't 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 lay you don't want to go to the the well, we're promoting Latinos here at Boeing. That's great. But I'm guess you're gonna promote some Latinos more than others. Absolutely, you know what? It's a it's Arkham Asylum. You don't want to work at this place. <clears throat> uh allegations 2014 are the the and of course she has a worth negro education that was your doctoral thesis holy fucking worthless batman complaints were also filed to the university of michigan and the university of wisconsin madison where charles and co-wrote the 20, 2014 paper going to free bank what was that paper about wasn't anything interesting i bet either the complaint alleged the results described in the 2014 article were practically identical to the major findings of the 2012 article paper by LeVar Charleston, the university man, or her husband, in the Journal of Diversity of Higher Education. Holy worthless people, Batman. Every one of you who works there, worthless funkin' quants. Two articles contain nearly identical descriptions of interviewee demographics, da-da-da-da-da-da. And there they provide examples and this comes from the Harvard Crimson, you know. Uh, there's that. Then related, I want this up. <clears throat> I got another complaint. Hey, hey, I got a new complaint. This music sucks. The dog's sweaty balls. Uh, I gotta pull it up here. Hang on. 
This is Ken Griffin. <clears throat> Ken Griffin. CNN. Oh, shit. This is going to slow everything down. Harvard mega donor, $500 million Harvard mega donor halts donations, says elite schools produce whiny snowflakes. So it's 20. I'll read. And I'll tell you why this is just like, oh, really? Hedge fund billionaire Ken Griffin, who had donated more than $500 million to Harvard University over the years, has halted contributions to his alma mater and claimed elite schools produce whiny snowflakes. Griffin, one of the richest people in the world, joins a growing list of Harvard's, of donors to Harvard at the University of Harvard, the University of Pennsylvania, Columbia, and other top schools have decided to close their checkbooks. At a conference in Miami on Tuesday, Griffin expressed deep frustration with the state of American universities, including the disastrous testimony before Congress by the presidents of Harvard, MIT, and University of Pennsylvania. Griffin, the founder of hedge fund Citadel, said he is no longer supporting Harvard financially, but would like to change that. Until Harvard makes it very clear they're going to resume their roles as educators of young American men and women to be leaders, to be problem solvers, to take on difficult issues. I'm not interested in supporting the institution. Here's my question. It took you to 2020 fucking four to figure that out, Ken. Let me tell you two people that I respect, but it's like, really? My old man, Joe Souchere, all right? Joe Souchere, if you look him up, he is, I would argue, the best journalist the United States has. Uh, reasons I'm not going to go into, but the guy, he's like a triple threat. He could write, he could do shows, um, he, he can um, he could do podcasts. Uh, neither here nor there. But like typical fucking boomers, these guys voted Democrat for so long. And they're like, hi, wait a second. Like in the mid-90s, they thought, hey, wait a second now. Something ain't right. They vote left for decades. They, they puncture holes in the Titanic. I don't care how fucking young and stupid you are. And this guy ain't stupid, this Ken guy. He, he obviously not. You set up a hedge fund, you go to Harvard. You can't be all that dumb, especially when like Harvard and just like, oh my God, what color are you? Oh, fuck whether you got a building here. Come on in. <clears throat> this guy ain't dumb. But you donated half a billion dollars? You didn't see this? You didn't see academia and the universities 20 fucking years ago becoming a place of hatred anti-excellence, sexism, racism, bigotry, whatever category group you want to complain about. You didn't see them promoting a bunch of adult fucking communist children. You didn't see them basically ass-raisoning young kids out of tuition for worthless fucking... I saw this 20 years ago. What do you... You give them money? Oh, hey, wait a second now. Holy shit, Ken, thank God you stopped donating now. <laughs> Lord knows where Harvard would have gone. I, and this is this is one thing where like, like I don't I don't have okay. Oh my god, Texas is ignoring federal oh civil war might Aaron, are you gonna like in times past that would have made sense? Yeah. A group of guys will all go grab their guns, go hold down the border, and then you have another, you do the, the Caesar thing where you got one group facing that way, another group facing this way for the feds coming down. Would have at one point in time. I look at this shit. No, the country is fucked. You got top-notch, big-time financiers waiting until they give half a billion fucking dollars to these anti-American, hate-filled institutions, like, then you stop. Oh, fuck this shit. Fuck it. Like, there's this forest fire that you've been throwing gas. Like, you see a forest fire coming. Maybe you don't. Maybe that's what it is. Because he, he, it sounds like he just got, got hooked. Like, hey, I just realized something. But here's what this is like. So there's like this forest fire off in the distance. Maybe you see some smoke. And this guy obviously doesn't see it. And for whatever reason, he's taking canisters of gasoline and pouring it in the forest in line of where the fire is being blown. 
So he donates money, donates money, donates more, more gas, more gas, more gas. Then the flame hits it and just consumes all the gas. He and it's this big, fuck all, big fucked up forest fire. Oh my God, the forest is on fire. I'm not throwing any more gas on this now. What the fuck, man? This guy, billionaire, hedge fund, super intelligent. It took this guy till 2024. The average schmuck on the street ain't going to figure it out. And on top of it to explain why it's like, you know, fight or flight, like flight. You can't, you can't hold down a country or have a country when your women basically hate you are going to, or at least fighting against you all the time. Hate's maybe too strong word, but fighting against you and trying to, instead of work together, are competing. Fuck this shit. No. Hey, those Democrats now, I think there's something fishy going on. Was it the riots, the rent controls, the throwing people in jail? What was it? Was it the Trump having to pay 80? Well, he doesn't have to pay. He's going to amend it. But some gal, basically, I accuse her of lying. I could be wrong, but I highly doubt. Was it the whatever the journalist was? And now he's got to pay 83 million, according to a jury. Against um, uh, libel charges or something. Say, wait a second now. I think she might be fibbing. And no fucking shit. Ah, Somebody ought to do something. I'm not going to give them any more money. My favorite. uh, the, The Jewish community within the financial services industry. After Hamas did the attack. And then you found all the universities are like, fuck whatever is American, is anti-American. Oh, yeah, and Jewish community, big Democrat donors, right? You guys just can't get enough Democrat dick, right? Oh, hey, now, they're wishing we were dead. Won't tolerate that much more. We're not going to hire from you. Dude, this should have been happening 20 fucking years ago. Great news, you're not going to have a Wall Street. The day, I think, you know, what are we going to see in my lifetime? I think the day is going to come. You're not going to see a Wall Street. I think I might see that. Country is going to have just a bunch of totally inept. Adult, there's going to be too many adult children, not enough responsible citizens. You're not, I don't think you're going to have it or it'll be a very small fraction of what it used to be. And we're starting to see it now, this this destruction of uh, the blue blood American aristocracy where you had the Ivy League and then they go to Wall Street or <clears throat> whatever. A lot of kids don't want to go to Wall Street. And I don't blame them. The Ivy League, in theory, at least had the best students. Not anymore. You're a fucking joke. You're a political organization. And guess what? You can't run your firms with a bunch of political, psychopathic ideologues. You need actual competent people. But don't go to the public schools and hire people with high GPAs in the right field. Oh, heaven forbid. They aren't fucking your cousin or however the fuck it is you, you promote people in these institutions. Oh, geez. Thanks. Thanks, Ken Griffin. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. You only gave him five hundred million. Did you want to fund Hamas while you're at it? What other would you like to give a billion dollars to George Soros, so he can give some more? Where? What other entity? Oh, you know, Target. Target actually donated money to this outfit in South Dakota that basically wants to uh, destroy Mount Rushmore and take back uh, uh, Native American lands and all this. Hey, okay. Hey, wait a second now. Those people want to kill us. I'm only going to donate a quarter billion this year. I got that. Dre, two bucks cap. He's sounding like the great one. Hashtag same person. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the great one. I was listening to him go over Better Bachelor. <laughs> he gets he gets riled up. He gets riled up. All right, we got that. Um, do I want to do one more? Uh, oh, here. Let me read with someone's funny. Then we'll go. This is from uh, two years ago. Minnesota man buys billboard ad space to smack talk his fishing buddy. 
It says, this is Troy. Troy sucks at fishing. <laughs> oh, great. A group of friends that live near Brainerd, Minnesota, goes fishing on the regular, taking one big trip every year. Dave V says there's a tradition of smack talking revolving around Troy, who seems to have some kind of angling curse. He's been less than successful in previous trips, V described. He said it is normal for Troy to not catch a single fish for an entire outing. V told a story about how one of their friends, Chappie, had a rough night. He wound up sleeping on the boat for most of the day. He ended up sleeping through most of the day, but at one point, Troy is still at a zero fish. Chappie wakes up, sees his bobber down, catches a fish, shoves it in Troy's face like, ha-ha, then goes back to sleep, V recalled. That one fish still beat Troy's no fish. This didn't stop Troy from talking smack to the next, taking smack talk to the next step, sending all of his fishing buddies the videos of actor Christopher McDonald of Happy Gilmore fame. Hey, Dave, Tom, Chappie, Clint. This is Shooter McGavin. Oh, you got Shooter McGavin. <clears throat> you guys really think you're going to beat Troy on your ice fishing trip this year? McDonald said in the video ending on a hearty laugh. He sent it out to just randomly. I'm like, well, I got to respond to him. V said, now they're going the extra mile. Mile marker 36 to be exact, long highway 371. V put up a sign, electric, an electronic billboard with Troy's face saying, this is Troy. He sucks at fishing. Talk smack to him at Troy sucks too at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. So there, I've thought about it. There's some billboards by the University of Minnesota where I'm just like, your degree, so liberal arts kids all end up poor and crippled. You know, the Carlson school is, you know, business, bro, business majors, not getting laid since 2001. You're something like that. Something like that. <clears throat> I would do that. All right, let's go here. Get all the last super chats. Where are we? Tom, two bucks. I really think field reports are the way. Um, Field reports for what? Like how to figure things out? All right, it doesn't matter. All right, link below. I got a link to all my books. Um, three new ones have become on Audible through AI. So I don't think it's the best thing ever. Audible books are now available for Behind the Housing Crash, Sandy's The Future of Wealth. What the hell was the other one? Behind the Housing Crash, Sandy's The Future. Oh, Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. Uh, so that's up. And then also link below is a link to all the courses I have through Teachable. But there's only two. Achieving Financial Excellence, and The Dad You Never Had. So if either of those interest you, there you go. And now Cappy is going to go eat some unhealthy food. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.